Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. We do have a little bit of good news that, that I want to share with you here. There's been some very interesting uh, polling numbers that we've been sharing over the last couple of nights. And one of them recently was that the trust in the Supreme Court, this was a, a few nights ago that we shared this one, right after you guys finished up at Forkfest, I think was the night we came back. Uh, trust in the Supreme Court has dropped to, I believe, an all-time low since Gallup has been asking the question. Uh, and it is down to about 25% of Americans have either a great deal or quite a lot of trust in the Supreme Court as an institution. But I found myself asking while we were discussing that, well, what about Congress? What about the rest of them? You know, how bad are they doing? Because we've certainly seen Congress go down to the single digits in the past. Where are they at now? You mean as far as the, like congressional approval rating? Isn't Correct. It, isn't that it's always like, like, like 10%? Yeah. Isn't that always in like 10 to 20%? Yeah. And it's lower than 10 now. So that's the other good <laughs> news that I, I wanted to bring you tonight. And yet here. 99% of these people, I don't remember the exact statistic, but almost all of them will be reelected. Yep. That is probably also a true statement. But that said, uh, the Gallup survey looking at what they call confidence in major U.S. institutions has come out. And basically every single category has dropped multiple percentage points in just the last year alone. The presidency, just above newspapers at 23 uh, percent, down from 38 percent. So of all of the changes, of all the drops that these different categories have seen the presidency saw the lar- largest drop down 15 percentage points from 38 to 23 percent is this year over year or are this they is looking- just last year to, okay. to this year that's it uh, see i would have expected it to drop down as soon as biden took office because trump despite all of his failings he was not a babbling inco well he was a babbling incoherent lunatic <laughs> but he was not but he was fu- a funny babbling incoherent lunatic yeah he wasn't senile that's that's what i'm looking for the u.s supreme court just above the presidency as we mentioned down to 25 percent which is i believe a record low for the supreme court uh, large technology companies, so Facebook and Microsoft and mega big tech corporations like that, uh, at a 26% say they either have a great deal or quite a lot. And yet everyone uses them still. Yeah, and they, they don't, it's, this is kind of like government. I mean, they look at these lows. Look at this. Like you said, Arya, I mean, if, if any restaurant behaved this way, they would have gone out of business. But these people, they, they, they hold in there. I can understand t- Facebook. I mean, no, I mean everyone's going to say they hate Facebook. And, and, they're still mute, and they're it. still on it looking at cat memes. I mean, Microsoft, though, I mean, Windows dominates the PC sphere, and it's not going away anytime soon. As much as I hate Windows, you know, there mm-hmm. are things that I need to do that require me to use Windows. With Congress's low rating, you know, there's an old saying, everyone hates Congress but loves their congressperson. God. Yeah, this is true. And, and so why, they, why, and why do people love them? If, if by the way, even if they can even name their congressperson, a lot, most people don't know yeah, their, their city council members of mm-hmm. their own little town they live in, let alone their congressman, well, congressperson. Well, I can't they, name any of those yeah, things. Go to, go ahead, when they go to vote, they go to vote, and then what they see on the top of the uh, on the top of the ballot is incumbent. So it's the person already in office. Oh, well, if they're in there, I guess they're doing a good job. Yeah, that that and so, whether it's so a D or an R next to their name. Does it list incumbents yeah. on yeah. ballots? I didn't there think There may be so. some states that do. I don't know. That's a good question. Ours does in Arkansas. Wow, that's amazing. And, uh, but I, I called, I mean, you know, my two senators uh, are 
Tom Cotton, and then uh, Bozeman. Yesterday, people were like, oh, we all hate the government. And now they're just like, we love Margaret Taylor Greene. Oh, God. So it's about the same as it always is, right? So it's the same thing you're pointing out, is that they hate Congress, but they love their congressperson, yep. right? Well, so... Um, well, I don't. Area, I, I hate Marjorie, my congresspeople. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene um, is kind of like... She's trumping in a skirt, mm. right? <laughs> um, and, and a whole lot more annoying with no business experience. Um, but... She, like I live in, or she lives in my district rather, um, and she's a pretty hateful individual, um, and I don't know. I just I hate her. But here's my prediction for your, the top of your list, or here's what I think to be the top of your list rather. Mm. Um, the Secretary of State slash the CIA DIA. Just to clarify, you're referring to the list we started the show out with, which is a Gallup yep. survey of Americans' confidence in major U.S. institutions. They don't really get, to, I would say, as far as specificity, we, we don't get anything more than just the police. Can you think of any time that we've gone to war with a country, like we've attacked them or they've attacked us, where 20 years or 40 years beforehand, we didn't give them weapons and training. <laughs> mm. um, well, I'm not real. Uh, uh, I don't understand the. I don't know what was going on 20 years in Vietnam or previously. I, that would be. Uh, but someone was someone was giving them arms. Wasn't the French like the, involved? I think in the French, Vietnam? yeah. Which was probably it probably using our money. Know. I mean, I think I know where you're going we, with this. And... Go ahead. We trained. You have to remember, in World War II, we trained the Vietnam and the Vietnamese and the Koreans um, as a backup plan to fight the Japanese. Well, I didn't train them. Well, yeah, none of us were alive at the time. But I mean, that's how the war machine works. I mean, it is it's just a. Con- it's supposed to be continual. It's supposed to be never ending. We're always at war with Eurasia. <laughs> uh, and uh, and there's always there's always a country to to be training to be sending armaments to and and our specialists going over there and training them how to use it and then if cross our fingers if we do if we if we if we play the cards right we'll be fighting them in in, in twenty years and no one will remember. We've got the public schools at twenty eight percent with either a, a great deal or quite a lot of confidence, mm. uh, down from 32%, so four percentage point drop there. And again, they don't break out teachers per se, so that, let's just presume that's all wrapped in there. Uh, just above the public schools, the church, or organized religion. Interesting. 31% down from 37% of Americans. So huh. that's a pretty big drop. And again, just one year's time. Is science and technology in there anywhere? It's not, uh, but the medical system is here, and that's what's next on the list, at 38%, down from 44%. So the belief in the medical system has suffered in just the last year, presumably the COVID response and all the insanity about that factored in. And then we get to the top three. So we're now the remaining three categories of U.S. institutions See, I would have guessed military as being the top, but we we sort of given it away at this point. I mean, I don't know if they are the top, but I wouldn't have even they considered are not the them. Top, but they're close until someone else brought it up. 
Yeah, I mean, even the left like military for whatever yep. for whatever reason. Well, because they're protecting the the heroes in in Ukraine. The number one uh, most trusted, most confident, as far as Americans' confidence, quote unquote, institution is small business. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. So yeah. They, they had asked about big business earlier, and big business, again, was one of the bottom three uh, at 14% of Americans having either a great deal or quite a lot of confidence. By contrast, small business, 68% of Americans have either a great deal or quite a lot of confidence which, in their neighbors. Which happen to be drying up left and right as we speak. Retiring and no one's taken over. Or they're, they're turning in the franchise, wings of a franchise, or... Um, you know, have you seen that happening specifically? Because I know the uh, Japanese steakhouse is closing here in Keene. That's and that's a in, that's, that's because they were still in their right? employees' tips, though. Oh, is that why? I didn't yeah. know anything about why. We, we lost been, our we lost our Keene buffet like six seven years ago. Yeah. They'd been stealing people's hours, uh, recording them incorrectly, and stealing their tips for for years now. They, they've really? been repeatedly sued by the Department of Labor. Not that I'm a fan of the Department of mm-hmm. Labor, but like. Kodo Steakhouse here in Keene, they were up to some really shady stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, just, that's why just, they're closed. You just never hear about, we, we're not losing our Walmart or our, no. our Home, Home Depot or our Target. Has they're a Walmart ne- ever gone out of business? Sure. They must have there, there have been populations or where there have been population decline. And, and look at the malls. You can certainly avoid bigger uh, businesses. You don't have to watch television news. You can get your kids out of school. You can. That's a. That's one of the best things you can yep. do. Absolutely. And uh, you. You recently planted a garden, Aria, and yep. you're you're reaping the the benefits from that. So that's less trust in the the big mega corporations as far as providing you food. So there are some things you can do individually, but obviously the the state is the biggest problem on this list because you know if it's when it comes to businesses, you get you get to choose. You don't have to go to Walmart if you don't want to. You don't have to. Go to a local business if if you don't want to. That's that's the freedom of that choice. But when it comes to the state, they force their services so called down our throats, and they will use violence uh, to force us into their systems. It which doesn't is, matter. Which is, with the exception of the military, why it's probably the lowest on the list. Because and the police. because people realize they don't know they don't know how to get out of it. Nope. They realize they're stuck. They realize they're slaves. They're they're prisoners to the system, and they hate it. They hate the system, but they don't know what to do about it. Yeah, they think they can vote their way out. I think I think a lot of people still believe in sort of they still believe in the system enough to think that they can definitely they can make changes by just voting for the other party. Uh, but, but yeah, their their tribe. But then again, seven percent say that they've got the trust in Congress. So it's like on one hand they realize the problem, on the other hand they don't know what the solution is, and they are not seeing libertarianism as the solution. Yeah, you were just talking about this article from Reuters about the gold back the other night, and you were wondering yeah. uh, why they don't trash as much as they trash crypto. I think it's because they actually hold gold themselves, hmm. so they can't trash it. Well, that's an interesting point. We were uh, discussing a Reuters article that was relatively positive towards things like the gold back and Glint Pay, which is another uh, gold-based payment system. Uh, that was a surprise to me because we see so much uh, trashing on cryptocurrency by the mainstream media. Not only were they positive towards gold as an alternative to the dollar, they also even, you know, it, they even spoke aloud the fact that the dollar had been stripped of its uh, precious metals backing. They told a little bit of the history. Wow, I didn't think they were story. allowed to talk about yeah. that. 
Yeah, so it was really strange. Um, we t- discussed it last night. But, Sam, you make an interesting point. What if Reuters actually has holdings in gold? What if some of these major institutions uh, that we're talking about that— Well, the Federal Reserve most certainly does. I don't know if that's so well, they certain. they claim to. Fort Knox? Does it even exist? Well, I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, if it doesn't, it would be because they rented it to somebody at this point, I would think. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. We're talking about Robert Cremo, uh, who is uh, the alleged shooter from yesterday in Highland Park. He was a rapper who had apparently, uh, I don't know if it's a SoundCloud or what, you know, what system he was hosting his music on. He boasted uh, that one of his songs had millions of plays, though. I don't that's know. That's what I heard. I haven't. I I don't want to listen to the guy's music. I, mean, I pulled some of it up. I'm not a big fan of rap anyway, and it sounds like it's probably not very good. Well, of course, it's hard to get get your hands on it because the main the mainstream Even big now? tech corporations really? they're pulling his accounts. You know how they do it. Uh, I know, YouTube but took his account down yesterday. Th- it's silly that that impacts his music. I mean, there there are Scandinavian death metal musicians who are like convicted murderers and stuff, <laughs> and no one's pulling their music. Yeah, it's just they don't want you to be able to do your own research. They don't want you to be able to learn your, you know, make your own uh, conclusions from the facts, from the things that this person actually had to say. Uh, what we did hear yesterday was that uh, Mr. Cremo has released some sort of a uh, manifesto, but it was encoded numerically. So they're going to have to crack the code on this thing. It's not why even release it. That what? Why? What the hell? The uh, whole point of a manifesto is to so people can read it. Yes, <laughs> and then you release it in encoded format. That's in, that's. We're not dealing with sane people here, right? We're okay, talking about a fair. crazy person who shot what it sounds like at least two full uh, thirty round magazines at a crowd of people during uh, during a, a parade yesterday. Conan, you wanted to get back into the World Economic Forum. These these guys keep coming up. They've they've gotten all kinds of visibility within just the last two years. I I mean I'd heard of them before 2020, but I don't think we spent any significant time talking about them in any meaningful fashion. I and think a, a lot sudden, of people. I think the the two years had people locked down mm-hmm. and just staring at a computer screen with lots of time on their hands, and they they had more opportunity. To, to research these guys. And of course, you have more YouTubers and more podcasts and more people who are waking up to this and they're talking about it. Well, and I think it's really that. important because this is not, by the way, this didn't just start two years ago and it didn't just start no. in 2016 when this article was written. It's been around for decades. Decades and decades. Club of Rome. Uh, you know, this is the, these, these depopulationist elites are, have been around for many years and that's what's their, it seems to be their main, their main goal is that there's too many people on this planet. I don't think it was the podcasters and YouTubers and all of that, though. I mean, the New York Times was was pimping the World Economic Forum and the Great yeah. Reset. They had an entire section. Well, I'm talking about the people who were actually calling them out. Yeah, there's, there's lots of people. there's lots of legacy media that are that are that are covering this. Like this, this is a Forbes article, yeah. uh, and they're they're giving the World Economic Forum this uh, this oppor- this opportunity to 
to to to to call their case. Well, it is true that World Economic Forum is pimping Build Back Better. You can find examples of that on their website going back to 2020. Yeah. Well, this I I wanted to dig these. These are articles that I've been familiar with. The the eight predictions and of course the uh, you know live in your pot, eat bugs, and be happy. Th- these are articles from 2016, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to go through them and. And and see how far we've come this is pre-Trump, in six years. Right, this is like before the election. Oh likely. yeah, this is this is Biden. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Obama. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, this first article from 2016, Forbes. Uh, Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. Woo! Mm. Now, does it have who wrote this thing? Ida Aiken. Okay, wrote this, uh, and the he is a who. He's a contributor for the World Economic Forum. So this is, is. Right, this is right from, this is their spokeshole. I don't believe for a second that this guy doesn't want privacy, though. I mean, the elites want privacy for themselves. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they want to eat their steak. You're not yes. going to see any of these elites. You're not, Trudeau is not going to eat bugs unless it's, on, unless it's on camera to convince all of the peons out there that it's good to go. Mm-hmm. And then he's back at home eating steak and drinking sure. wine. Welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city or should i say our city i don't own anything i don't own a car i don't own a house i don't own any appliances or any clothes how to <laughs> I, I, all right i'm intrigued they wanted a commodity capitalism or something stakeholder. like that. stakeholder stakeholder yeah. capitalism it was a lot of buzzword word salad nonsense yeah it's something that their founder klaus schwab who's like this total evil villain looking uh and straight out of straight out of character uh james, james bond. bond uh has th- he ever actually like contributed anything of value to the world I mean, he's been doing World Economic Forum for the last 50 years. I'm that's sure nothing he of value, that's, yeah, though. I was gonna say, I'm sure he thinks it is. But uh, so You could say the same thing about Prince Charles. What has he done for the world? Well, and I would he, certainly he, say he, that royalty in general has not been. nothing. He reminds yeah. me of Car- this Carl Schwab guy. He reminds me of Karl Marx. You know, he, he thought he's a lot. He's got a statue of Lenin. wrote a lot. Of Vladimir Lenin. Or oh, that's whatever. right. He does. Yeah, a bust or yeah. something. In his, like, it's behind him whenever he's on video. So that's all you need to know about this guy. I mean, he's a he's a psychopath. Obviously, World Economic Forum, Conan, you have their this is vision. One of, this is one of their spokesholes mm-hmm. who wrote an article about what if he, this is his the vision. This for is his vision, and uh, he's he's laying it out. You know, the first thing he talked about was he has no clothes. Everything, yeah, he doesn't own. I want to get back to that because that's the that's the weirdest part of this to me, right? You, like, do they just live in naturalist society? No, there's no way. There are economic factors in play that will move people towards some of these ideas that, that you know, World Economic Forum doesn't have to lift a finger. It will just simply yep. be economics. So, for instance, the idea of the car that is not yours, but you use and other people also use. So not, not quite the idea of an Uber driver driving you around, because that's sort of that. I think people are already kind of doing this. This uh, exists. This, this is, yeah, it's called a zip car. Yes. And they exist specifically in cities. So you're not going to see it in Keene, New Hampshire. But they also do it with the scooters. And there's a scooter yes. problem all over the place. Where they That's just, what I was they, about to ask about. They just like throw their stupid scooter, scooter right there in the river when they're done with it because everyone's <laughs> a-holes. 
Or they, yes, just, so. or they just leave them in the street, and before you and know it... And there's going to be problems. I mean, these cars are not going to be as nice as whatever car you might own personally, right? Yeah, why does this car smell like vomit? Oh, yeah. I know why, because there's a dead bum in the backseat. There's, <laughs> there's definitely some challenges with this, but for somebody that lives in a city, and we are not those people, but for the people that do live in a city, you can't afford to own a car in a lot of cases. It costs too much to park the damn thing. No, a but, lot of times it's just not worth it, because no. you don't have to travel that far. Correct. Uh, and there's there's public transportation that is fairly ubiquitous, so you don't really need to have a car if you live in a place like New York City. But you may still need to use a car from time to time. It just if you only use a car f- five times a year or a dozen times a year, it doesn't make sense to own the thing. They use COVID as their excuse to build really back ramp better. This up. Build back better. I mean, and you mentioned replicators, right? Replicators, from for those who don't know, it, from Star Trek, it, it can rearrange matter into basically anything you want. Like you tell it, you want you want a new T-shirt or whatever. It I just want a creates, pizza. Yeah, Boop. Boop. and it, it is, takes right? the hydrogen and er- oxygen. Earl Grey. Mo- yeah, it takes whatever mm-hmm. molecules are around and it rearranges them into whatever you want. If such technology like that existed, I could see how this sort of world could work, where everything is free, no one pays for anything, because at that point, scarcity has, for the most part, ceased to exist. But the key difference here is that they're not just saying everything's free, they're saying that you won't own any of it. Because if you've got a replicator in the the free market... But but that's Star Trek as well. I don't think they... they, No one owned that ship. But if you get a replicator in a free market, you own the things that you replicate, right? Like, those are your creations. Like the 3D printer. Yeah, like a 3D printer is sort of an early version of this. But this person is saying if everything is free, why, why would you want to own anything? People want to own things. That's just what they want to do, which is exactly why that's why this is going to be hard to implement. One but of the if you take why. away the status element of that, where anyone can have a Mercedes because mm-hmm. all they have to do is tell the replicator they want a Mercedes and yep. it will just generate one for them. I think at that point, people will stop wanting to own one as much because it just won't mean anything. First, communication became digitized and free to everyone. Then when clean energy became free... Things started to move quickly. Transportation dropped dramatically in price right, so and made no sense. <laughs> we're already to the world that could not, I don't think, possibly exist yeah. in clean the energy. next 10 years. First of all, clean free energy, energy and then free energy. Yeah, yeah, we it's, it's we started happen. in fantasy land and we only went crazier after yeah. that. Um, free well, energy would be great. I mean, that's essentially, I guess you wouldn't really even need free energy to have a replicator because as long as the technology exists, you could still pay to put whatever Who are you paying? Who's, who's working? Well, let's let's who's, just who's, say solar. Who's fixing the damn replicator? That's all. Who's installing robots. the replicator? Okay, we, we we have to have robots. Mm-hmm. We have to have a benevolent AI who's taking care of us all. Let's say that they just run off solar, right? So so then so it is essentially free that energy. That would then be basically free. Yeah, You'd yeah, have but, yeah, limit. but who who makes who manufactures the solar panels? Who installs them? Who replaces them when robots. they finally die after twenty years? Robots. Where are all these materials coming from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robots. It's gotta, all right, so we got to have robots, and it's not <laughs> and it's not happening in the next eight years. No. So transportation dropped dramatically in price. It made no sense for us to own cars anymore because we could all drive. We could all call a driverless vehicle or a flying car for longer journeys. Um, excuse me, longer journeys within minutes. I try to build stuff to counter all those uh, top-down people and they are unelected bureaucrats who uh, are. Uh, I guess not even uh, elected in a country, but they are just simply there to oversee countries and tell them what to do. Um, yeah, I think I think those are those are the real uh, problem p- problematic people uh, are those uh, unelected uh, deep state type uh, you know lobbyists and whatnot lobbyists and the and the guys writing. I'm not cared about. I don't care about the Pelosi and you know 
she doesn't really have all that much power. It's the person that's writing the bills for her. Mm-hmm. What companies? What companies? The organi- organizations yeah. are writing the uh, those laws that she is signing. I don't really. This it's yeah. Who does that stuff? I mean, that's the scariest part too. Most we, most your average American gives no consideration whatsoever to that. They assume that you know Nancy Pelosi and all these others are the ones running the bill. But as we, as Jim Babka talks about all the time in our commercial breaks, you know, there's the Affordable Care Act or whatever act where it had some provision allowing them to monitor IRS tax returns or something from average citizens. And the senator who proposed the bill was like, "I didn't write it. Yeah. I didn't put that in. I didn't yeah. even know it was there." And everyone's like, "Term limits this. Term limits that." It's like, no it term limits. Difference. aren't going to make any difference because right. they're not actually writing these these bills. Everyone having their own currency is kind of the idea of Intercoin, like my project. And basically the idea is that everyone should have their own currency and some towns do have their own currency. Uh, Sri Lanka right now could definitely use uh, their own currency because they ran out of dollars. Sri Lanka is basically broke and they have no fuel either, so they can't even get to work Oof. anymore. Um I think it's really important to have your own currency before you get a crisis like that. Yeah. By the time you have a crisis, it's kind of too late at this point for them to adopt their own currency uh, for for that kind of stuff. Is um, it the point of a currency though that is you know is supposed to be commonly exchanged and not unique to this particular community or that particular community? No, the libertarian vision would be everyone can have their own currency, not one global currency know, for the whole world. I, I know they could, but that sort of defeats the. If I'm using X currency and Ian's using a different currency, we have no way of, you know, we have no way of making any sort of economic activity happen because we're each using our own different currency. That's why a currency is a common means of exchange, right? Well, Ian can tell you that Intercoin can help you with, between communities. So yes, within one community. You could have your own currency, just like you have your own language or culture. But then as you go between communities, you need something like the Internet. And that is why the Intercoin uh, project has Intercoin. They want to do that uh, prisoner swap with that basketball player, Grinder. That, that Who is I they? The U.S. The and the, the Russians? The U.S. and the Russians. Yes, they want to... They want they wanted that basketball player in exchange for a Russian prisoner, but I was more fascinated with the the person that they want. Wait a minute, hold on. The, the U.S. has a Russian prisoner. We have to no, have. No, the Russians have the basketball. Yeah, but, the lesbian. But who's what, the, the Russian? Who? Player? What? What Russian prisoners do the, do the Americans have? Does the U.S. have? That's the what. That's what I'm intrigued with. He. They made a movie about this guy. He was the one that um, handled all the bombs. He's the one that—that's why they want him back. And uh, somebody did made a movie about his life. Uh, what, so whose I, life? Well, about the prisoners that they want. The Rus- this is the Russian prisoner that they want in exchange for the basketball player. Okay, so you don't know this guy's so, name. Okay, so I found no, something I, here. Uh, this is an, a month-old story from Sports Illustrated, SI.com. Brittany Grinier is a WMD NBA superstar. So she's a basketball uh, pro. She's being used as a pawn, they say, by Russia, which has imprisoned her for allegedly being caught carrying vape cartridges with marijuana oil. Arya, let's talk about the dissenters that you're that you're going on about because I'm going to be people like us. Yes, I'm going to skip. Yeah. I'm going to skip way on down this article. Well, we're just the fools nope. who stick our necks out. The average person is not going to go along with this stuff either. 
I think you I think you'll have your your conservative uh, Christian types. And I think this is what this person mm. is is referring to in a second. Okay. The mark of the beast types, right? Who don't want to get the chip or whatever implanted yeah, yeah. in their forehead? Absolute, absolutely. Right, My biggest concern is all the people who do not live in our city. Those who lost on the way, those we lost on the way, those who decided that it became too much, all this technology, those who felt obsolete and useless when robots and AI took over big parts of our jobs, those who get upset with the political system and turned against it. They live different kinds of lives outside of the city. Some have formed little self-supplying communities. Others just stayed in the empty and abandoned houses in small 19th century villages. It sounds just fine to me. I mean, great, right? Live As and I let live. This is a city dweller's uh, vision. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 she's and the title says they're all right with not having privacy, but maybe not. Once in a while, I get annoyed about the fact that I have no real privacy, nowhere I can go and not be registered. I know that somewhere everything I do and think and do and dream is being recorded. Whoa. I just hope that nobody will use it against me. This only bothers her some of the time. Him, him. Wow. him whatever. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.